This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, in the span of uh, five days, Matt, the uh, Steelers... um, Time changed a little bit. Things have changed a little bit. They (laughs) let things uh, slip away from them. Here's the thing. If you're a team that plays to win in the margins, which Mm -hmm. is what the Steelers were doing all season long. Yeah, they were excelling at it. Yeah. Uh, When you don't do that, this is what happens. 100%. I mean, I think that really shined true after the Arizona game. You know, and there was a litany of self-imposed errors, bad snaps, you know, personnel penalties, obviously turnovers, and then it extended here. And especially if you don't get up early. I mean, if you're coming from behind and your running game, which is frankly what you do best is run the football, and Belichick's no dummy. He knows that. (laughs) I mean, oh, by the way. And you get yourself in a bind, and it's really tough to get out of, and that's a problematic situation. I mean, it it seems to me whether over these 10 days or in the offseason – you might have to examine how you play, you know? I mean, it's some of it's because that's all you can do at the time, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and this is one of the problems that you have when, you know, you don't have the quote-unquote franchise quarterback. Sure. You know, a lot of teams have to live this way. The the Atlanta Falcons, uh, you yeah, know. The, no doubt. Uh, there's, there's a lot of them out there that, that live this way, and you can't afford to Stay. make those mistakes. And yeah. you need, the, the, you know, your defense – has to be able to get stops. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a New England team last night that had been struggling in the red zone. Yeah, about right, 50%. Right, right, right. And, you know, you give up two touchdowns in the red zone um, and three touchdowns in the first quarter and a half in that game, and now you're running, you know, you're trailing them the entire game. I, I You know, I get, the players, you know, Cam Hayward talked about it last night. Well, we can't give up a, a touchdown on that short field. I mean, the ball's returned. There's an interception returned to the 11. Chances are you're— That's what Cam Hayward's going to say. He's going to say. <laughs> yeah. But what you can't give up, really give up, is the 75-yard touchdown drive to open the game against uh-huh. an offense that's struggling. And then you get a, a, a shortish punt, uh, but they're still at their own 41, and then you give up another touchdown on that. Right. I mean, no matter who you're playing, it could be the Chiefs or Bills or whoever. I mean, it, this team's going to be in trouble when that's how the script yeah. goes. I mean, there's just no way around that. So when you do play close close to the margins, your defense has to hold up play after play. They can't afford any slips. And in this league, that's asking a lot. And even having a dominant run game when it's at its best is wonderful but it doesn't produce a lot of points in today's NFL. That's the you problem. I mean? That's, That's the, the problem when you play it that way. Yeah. I mean, you can run the ball really well, control the flow of the game, be the more physical team, but you probably don't have a lot of points on the scoreboard, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's what needs to be evaluated. Yeah, it certainly does. And, and um, you know, the, the thing to me is I, I thought New England had a good game plan coming mm-hmm. in uh, where they weren't necessarily going to put Bailey Zappi in a lot of third and long situations, and they yeah. didn't do that. If you look at those two touchdown drives, the the, the, the lengthy ones, mm-hmm. they had two third downs. Yeah. On yeah, both of those two, the they were ahead of the sticks all the time all throughout the time. that. You're allowed to play that way. Absolutely. With a little more aggression. And I thought Zappi played really well. I'm, I'm not a believer. I don't think he's their answer. I uh, he played well for about a quarter and a half. Yes. That's what I was say. Because there was <laughs> After a, that, it got it got a little messy. It did. I actually have the stats on it at home. I, they, he got hit in the elbow, and Pro Football Focus blamed that. That's not why it was. I mean, I don't want to hear about that because no. he had a little bit of blood on his elbow. But it, from that point on is when they cited it, and that was like near the end of the second quarter. He didn't do anything after that. It, <laughs> he didn't do he played really well for It, it came on minutes. the first yeah. time they sacked him. Yeah, was right, pretty right. much everything kind of changed then because before that he's had he had time to sit back there and pat the football and, yes. and make throws down the field and a lot of what he was doing, I mean if you look at what what their passing game, it was did. all Elliott and Juju. Yeah, it was all Elliott in the flat. Yeah, and then he got run after the catch because apparently they can't tackle the old man. I would say the tackling was poor again. I thought yeah. the tackling against Arizona was horrendous. Yeah, and I didn't talk about that enough last week, but it was bad. And it, Walker's it was, to blame a it, lot. Yeah, it, it was you know overrunning the yeah, play and things. Bad that, angles. I mean, yeah. like you, there was three or four times where they'd throw him a, a ball in the flat, and whoever the guy coming from inside out 
would just kind of overrun it, and Zeke would be like, I'll just take the inside. Yeah. You know, and just stroll for five more yards, and then it's second and one. You know, right. Or you know, third just, and one. Uh, or, you you know, know, right. He had seven catches for 72 yards. Yeah. And and I give him all the credit in the world. I mean, he is a professional. Oh, he's probably a Hall of Famer or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, he's a professional that had to step up. He's the only running back that played an offensive snap for them last night. I mean, Montgomery came, showed up and played some running back, yeah. but no quote running backs. I even saw the field. Then he sucked it up for his teammate, and he played well. Great. So did Juju. But I threw out on Twitter, I'm like, between the two of them, they got like 54% of their targets. They had 162 yards out of their 240 receiving yards. Yeah. And I got some funny tweets back like, well, if this was 2020, that'd be fine. But these guys are past their prime. You know, that's that's all they had left. Yeah. Um, and and that's what the, the Steelers' defense allowed to beat them. Now, I yep. understand. Especially early. You, you've been hit. With the injuries, and they were trying to figure out early in the game, uh, you know which which linebackers they should have out there because Landon Roberts. Yes. Landon Roberts went into that game. I didn't think he was going to play. Questionable with a with a groin injury and ended up playing like eighty one percent of the snaps because the yeah. other guys were bad. Martinez was okay. Yeah, let's start with the positive. Actually, I mean, I'm a bad analyst because I saw the inactives. Yeah, I didn't think twice about uh, Roberts not being on the inactive list. I just assumed he wasn't going to play from the start. And then he's out there. I'm like, oh, okay, good. And then problems hit. I mean, not him. He played really well. He's been a revelation for really in his whole Steeler career. But I do think, to your point, they kind of figured out Martinez is at least last night, was the best other option. Yeah, at and least he knows better. where he's supposed to be at. And, right. You know. And Walker takes bad angles and doesn't run well. And even his pick, I was like, go. You know, like, it didn't yeah. seem like he could go anywhere, you know, so. Oh, if he scores there, that's a, man, yeah. they win the game. And to Zeke's credit, he's because the one that tracks him down. Yeah. After that. Yeah. But no, I mean, a very disheartening loss nonetheless. But they're in trouble. And these are a brutal five-day stretch in the Steelers' season i mean uh, overall i mean it's time to look in the mirror and say how can we get this better because it's not gonna get easier yeah you have to pull a little uh um what was the uh network i'm trying to think of the, the movie i'm mad at, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take, not it, gonna anymore. take it anymore yeah you know um it just you, you can't i you can't allow these things to snowball and i thought they played better last night certainly better than they did against the cardinals oh i do too i do too i mean I thought Trubisky put the ball in harm's way more than you would like, more than this team can handle. But he also scrambled here and there, and that yeah. was useful and made a great touchdown throw to Deontay. And, you know, he's a little too up and down for yeah. where, what they need. That's, the, that's you know? the problem. I mean, I thought, you know, it, it, it struck me like Kenny Pickett sitting in the, the in mm-hmm. a box just on the other side of where I'm sitting at okay. uh, in the press box. And I look up there at one point. I'm like, boy, they could sure use this guy and th- that guy in this game, mm-hmm. in this particular in this game. game. Yeah, protect um, the ball. Yeah. and hey, go win it for us in the fourth quarter. Right, <laughs> it was there I mean? to yeah, win yeah, in the yeah. fourth quarter. They had yep. two shots at it actually. They did, and just didn't get it done. Now, some of that. I don't was, think anyone's implying that the better team didn't win. I mean, I, I think New England was the better team. But there were some things that they squandered. I don't know away. if it was a better team. They were a better. They were a better team for a quarter and a half. Much for a quarter and a half. For a quarter and a half, and then yeah. I thought the Steelers outplayed them from there on out. I would say so. I would say so. Uh, so I, I thought they were even. <laughs> as much as you hate to say, it, they were evenly matched with what was on the field last for a night. Two win team, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not great. Yeah, right. it's not what you want to be against a two win team. But right. I thought that was the case. But that's been the case again. All season long. All season long. Against good teams, bad teams, whatever. Yeah. Right. You, you kind of get them to play your style of football. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Patriots are, that's what they want to do as well. Yeah. This is actually a pretty good matchup for them. Yeah. More, more as you think it through. And especially things with like Steeler Blitz pickup hasn't been great. And Patriots are superb at that. Unpatriot like this year, they didn't hurt themselves. They've been yeah. killing themselves with the year with turnovers and things like that. But special teams. You made plays. I mean, Boz hits a huge kick. You block a punt. You know, that's, that's his third. Usually, when you block fourth. a you block a punt, you usually win the game. Usually, win the game, right? And without it, there's the game's not that close at the end. But you know, it's a huge play. I don't know. I mean, they got problems. I mean, they're in a big hole now. I mean, they 
there's some of the same problems that they've had all season mm-hmm. long. That, you know, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum, the trouble scoring, yeah. um, you know, those kind of things. I don't think they're a much different team than they were in week two or week eight. And that's right. that's kind of the, the, the key. This is this is who they are. Mm-hmm. They can beat any – I mean, they're, they're one of three teams this year to beat the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. You beat – and people didn't look at them this way at the time, but you've beaten the Packers. They're in the NFC playoffs right now. Yeah, they look really good. You you, you handled the Rams. They're in the NFC playoffs right now. Too, They've beaten yeah. some – some teams that you look at and go, oh, they're pretty good teams. They beat the, the you know, the, the Browns in week two. Whether we think the Browns are a, a good mm-hmm. team or not, they're in the playoff race right now, and the Steelers are out. Um, so but it's you, just such a little room for error, it's, it's just no none. matter who the opponent is. None. You're right. I mean, even like you got beat bad by Houston, make a couple mistakes there, and it's like, whoa, now we're in big trouble. Yeah, you that know? game it's was like, 16 to 6 and midway through the third quarter, and you had the football, and then mm-hmm. you know, dam breaks open, right? The dam breaks open because you. you yeah, they have to play a certain way. They have to play a certain and way. And if they can't impose that on the other team, or the other team wants to play that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is what's going to happen. It is. It is. And it's it makes it tough. I mean, I, I don't think anybody has a quick fix. I mean, I think you have to get better in all facets. I mean, wasn't the best night ever to lose Alex Highsmith with Golden inactive and, you know, Watts getting the crap beat out of him and Herbig's playing too much. And you got linebacker issues behind there. I think Thompson's coming back to earth. I worry about KZ if he's a starting caliber player. But then you look at it and be like, boy, Cam played really well. Porter and Peterson played really well. Minka, you know, maybe they found something in Martinez. You know, Benton got banged up, unfortunately. I'm just thinking about, you know, kind of the state of the defense right now. But it started too slow. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't, you, you can't you start can't, that slow on defense. You can't overcome the, the slow starts. And that's mm. if you look at the games that they've won. The offense has started slow. That's been a That's a, a, a season long thing. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't they didn't dig themselves. The defense was getting off the field, in the, mm-hmm. and they just didn't do it. They they didn't win the possession battle. Yeah, you gave up the seventy five yard touchdown. You don't like to do that. But the other touchdown drive was a fifty nine yarder and an eleven yard drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the eleven yarder. You, you can't have those. No, you can't have them. And Steelers red zone still remains a problem. The last two weeks, third downs have been horrendous. And if you throw fourth downs on top, and I'm talking about the offense, yeah, then it gets to be. I mean, essentially, really they turned down. the ball over three times because you, you turned it over on downs a couple of times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So maybe the turnovers don't look terrible. And I thought Mitch threw a couple that could have been picked off, and you maybe got a little fortunate on one penalty. I mean, I, I thought it was still a penalty. It was a penalty. It was a penalty. Yeah, but I mean, he, yeah. The, the only reason he made the interception is because he grabbed Dickens yeah. around the waist and, and pulled himself through. It was an easy penalty. <laughs> but I didn't think it was a good decision by Mitch nonetheless. No. But So he can't overcome those though, things. I don't have a problem with him giving his guys a chance down the field because we didn't see enough it's of it funny. until I was late about in to the say game. the same thing. It's like, but like, they Pickens have to. Pickens was frustrated, and I understand his frustration. I do too. Because he's give him a chance to make it with it. Where was there not not a single back shoulder throw? I know. I, I have not watched the all twenty two, but I bet there's plenty of time where he's one on one with somebody. I, I'm not saying he's five yard past him and waving his arms, you know, throw me the ball, but throw him the ball, you know. And but you can't have both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's well, I mean, the problem right and, now. And, and you know, so for example, the touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson was something that, that Trubisky checked into at the line of scrimmage because he saw they're in zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got my guy matched up one-on-one. I'm going to take the shot here. Yeah. Uh, the, the the last pass of their game, or, well, the, the fourth and two pass, mm-hmm. same thing. He sees Deontay matched up one-on-one. They got, they got a safety over top of Pickens. Okay, I'm going to take a shot here. Now, in that situation, that might not quite be the – you'd much rather probably, hey, let's just at least get a first down here. Right. And then if they give us that look again, now we'll take the shot. So, I want to address this now since you brought it up. So, I thought there were some tactical errors at the end of the game offensively. When it was third and two, I think there was 206 on the clock yeah. or 208, something like that. It was, And I'm thinking, great, you can just run the ball here. You right, I thought, I thought the same thing. Right, and I'm like, you got the two-minute warning. Who cares if, you know, you're going to get a light box. They still don't want to give up the big play. Just give it to Najee, pick up the two, and let's move on. They don't. They throw it. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a mistake, whether, you know, tactically. And then Belichick knows on basically your last shot, I'm bringing my best blitz. You know, you guys have not picked up blitz as well for a long time. I'm saving this one in my back pocket. I'm bringing my best blitz. And they didn't have a hot route answer. I mean, you didn't give Mitch a choice of, 
well, at least I can hit Pickens on the quick slant or Fryermuth on a quick turnaround to beat the blitz. I got to chuck it up there and hope for a, you know, something to happen. You know, I mean, that's that's not on him. I mean, to me, well, that's. Well, I, I mean, again, I he was. I, I don't know if it was on him or not. I guess I, I, th- I don't know that. I, I think he checked in. I, I I think he checked into that. Okay. I just know they have to have better answers for blitz. They do. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's all I know. Whether it's coach, quarterback at the line of scrimmage or whatever, because they don't give their quarterbacks enough chance to find someone quick while a free rusher is coming, because you can't block everybody. You yeah. Know? So that's problematic, and you're going to get tons of it going forward. And Belichick will feast on it. Yeah. Um, it just. I'm not saying they were one. I'm just saying. You didn't give yourself your best chance to succeed in those two plays, in my opinion. No, no. I, I mean, something to Friermuth there real quick would have, mm-hmm. you know, or anything. anything Just pick right. up the first down. Yeah. Pick up the first down and get... keep yourself alive. Don't make it, uh, you know, we're going to chuck one down the field there where, that you got a 15% chance of completing. Hoping for a pass interference and or worst. Or the right. officials yeah. in this game have not. They've been real generous in throwing the flags. They've not thrown a lot of flags, so don't. Which go is more watchable? No, I, you know, I don't we've mind all complained that. about both. Yeah, I, I thought. I mean, I feel like there's no room to complain because the Steelers were penalized once that was actually taken, but it was a horrendous one too. Horrendous, I mean, like, yeah. how does that get called? You know, like I don't know, but I would rather they kept the flags in their pocket more than the other way around. But that we've seen throughout the year. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, but. Uh... It, it is frustrating when you see when you there aren't many penalties called and that's the one that they do. And that's the one is on the long snapper. It's so, kind of like the one where Boz missed the sixty-one yarder. Like that's what we're calling. You know, come on, guys. At crucial times. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, so the Steelers sit at seven and six. Mm-hmm. They've uh, basically got uh, you know eight days off here before they uh, head. Which to, is good. They yeah. some bumps and bruises. Uh, they they could certainly stand to get a little more healthy. Maybe uh, you get uh, uh, um, some guys back who've who've been sitting yeah, out. Yeah, right. I mean, who's to say? I don't know what the Highsmith situation is. Benton got banged up. Um, trying to think who else. I mean, some of those guys, Siamalu and Roberts, I'm sure, thrilled to sit down for a couple extra days. You know, guys that were questionable coming in. Trying to think who else got banged up. I don't know off the top of my head of anyone. Yeah. Maybe you get that. Keanu Neal back for this next yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good um, point, too. He'd be useful just as a second-level linebacker, coverage, dime guy. Too. Yeah, they could certainly use that. I mean, they were... I'd rather they picked on him than Walker, you know what I mean? Yeah. So take your chances there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, Watt got a little nicked up in that game. Yeah, shot, a serious shot to the face right off the bat. Yeah, right yeah. off the bat. I mean, like, just getting a punch to the jaw. Yeah, and then got another one shortly after. I mean, rarely do you see... You know the the doctor staff opening someone's mouth and going in there with a flashlight. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, that didn't look. Yeah, good. you chip, know he was in pain. Chip some teeth or what? You know what's know, going what's on there? Broken jaw. Who knows? But yeah. he played great. But he also was getting tripled without Highsmith on the other side, and the ball was coming out quick. So his stat line wasn't great. But he couldn't have been feeling great from start to finish. Yeah, I mean that was the one thing to me. I, I, you look at okay, where's the pass rush at? Well, again, when when Ezekiel Elliott has eight. They have 26 pass attempts, and mm-hmm. eight of them go to the running back. And none of them are downfield. Yeah, they're, they're all, all sideways. They're, they're all just quick. getting the ball quick, or they're, or they're screen passes. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, they're going to have to adjust to that. I mean, it's it's obviously going back to the Browns game. Time to throw is going to be very low against this team going forward. Yeah, you unless know? you, you know. Would it, you? It would, seemed like it was last night. I haven't yeah. seen the numbers, but it sure seemed like it was last night. I mean, I, I understand the Steelers getting up and pressing these guys. Mm-hmm. And... The first, the first catch that Juju Smith-Schuster had, like 37 yards down the field, that was, he made a great play on the football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, they had great position. It was, you know, he just made a play. So, did the Steelers play well these past two weeks? Are they in a bad place? They're not, and they are in a bad place. But once in a while, you have to give McBride and Murray and Juju and some of these, you know, they're on scholarship. They make plays, too. too. They do yeah. make plays, and they're proud players. I'm not excusing what happened to the Steelers the last two weeks, but... That's a perfect example. Coverage was great. There's two guys hacking at the ball while he's coming down, making the catch, and he made the play. I mean, good for him. Does that make is that okay? That's what this league's all about. You got to be better than the guy you're covering. I get it, but it's a nice play by Juju too. And I yeah. thought Zeke played well. No, you can't take that away from him. now. Yeah. That being said, the one third down conversion they had on the 59 yard touchdown drive basically left Juju uncovered. Yes. Now that's. 
Unforgivable. Yeah. yeah. I'm right. pretty kind of sure stuff. the coaching staff didn't draw it up that way. 100%. 100%. And there's still mental errors here and there and some procedural stuff that needs, you know, isn't okay. No question. And another complaint I have going back to, you know, I talked about those last two snaps, you know, with third and two, fourth and two. I thought the third quarter, they could have just played faster. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to see they substitutions yeah. and you know, going in the huddle. You're losing, you know, and this team's going to eat. It felt like Belichick just wanted to eat clock the whole time. I mean, so third quarter, I don't want to see you walking in and out of the huddle. I mean, let's go. Yeah, they had, a, you know, that first opening drive of the second half took seven minutes off the clock, mm-hmm. uh, or basically almost almost a half a quarter, and, and they got no points drive. on it. Yeah. I mean, they moved the ball, they did some good things, but the clock's just ticking and ticking and ticking, and then you're taking timeouts, you know, not at the end of the game, you know? Yeah, seven-minute drive. It was their longest drive of the game. They got 32 yards. They ran 11 plays and got 32 yards and end up punting from the from the 49. Yeah. You talk about empty calories. Yeah, I mean you're just you you just used up a quarter. You have four half quarters left, and you threw one away basically for yeah. 32 yards. You know that you're not going to win that way because they they just they, they had no offensive explosion last no. nothing down the field until very late in the game. You know, yet the 25 yard pass to Johnson was their long play of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trubisky had their longest run. And yeah, maybe, yeah, it was 15 yeah. yards. They yeah. got a, a 12-yard run out of Austin. Then they come back and try to run, not the same play, but another end around, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, a reverse there uh, with Jalen Warren, and that gets just completely blown up. It gets completely blown up. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't go back to the well too often with that stuff. But you know, there's a lot look, of sideways stuff. 25-yard pass to Johnson. Pickens' long catch was seven yards. Seven yards. I mean, I'd be frustrated from him too. I don't think he's expressing himself properly. Right. But right. I would be frustrated if I was him. Yeah. You know, give me the ball. You know, at least give me a chance. You know, Connor Hayward had a 10-yard catch where he has to, like, basically be Superman to mm-hmm. get to the first down. I thought, oh, there's no way he's getting a first down on that. And he give him all hurdles the a guy. And, it, yeah. you know, but there was just nothing down the field. Before, no, before, before they hit the 21-yarder to Allen Robinson late in the game, and there was a 14-yard dump over the middle to Najee Harris, their other long catch was 12 yards to, to Darnell Washington on a, 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 a naked boot. I think this is true. And, again, I should have it in front of me. But none of their receivers had over 35 yards until 15 seconds left in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they got better receivers than that. It, it, they got more talent than that. At all of their positions, it needs to be – and, oh, by the way, if you were here and there hitting a, a deep ball or an intermediate one – Maybe then the running game opens up a little. Right. You can maybe get back to that a little bit more. Yeah, they couldn't be doing both. They couldn't be no. stacking the line of scrimmage and right. playing blanket <laughs> right. coverage. And you, it, it's per- not. This is not the '85 Bears defense exactly. out there. Like if you look at the box score, it's like, boy, they must have had Dion and Mel Blunt knocking everybody down and put nine in the box. You know, like no, they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough, yeah. frustrating. Anyways, we're going to get to a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, this is the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, uh, one of the things I thought that was uh, interesting that, that uh, came out of the uh, the Patriots locker room yesterday, mm. uh, Jabril Peppers was asked about getting you know this win. He said, "We needed it. I just feel good we could get it done for Bill and the rest of these coaches. I didn't really like all the flack he's been taking or getting because it's been on us." Uh, on us players to all go out and execute. I personally feel like the game plan has been phenomenal week in and week out, and when we had opportunities to make plays, we didn't make them, but we made enough tonight. Yeah. Insert any number of the Steelers saying that at any point this year in terms of the execution, the game plans. You know, you you look at this, and and we've talked— Being a coach must be frustrating. (laughs) We've we've talked about this with with Belichick some, you know, this year. Obviously, Mike Tomlin's taking some slack or some flack right now in Pittsburgh. Part of the job. It's part of the job, 100%. But people people, why do you always blame the players and not the coaches? 
if I see something that the coaches did wrong, mm-hmm. for example, I didn't think I didn't like Mike Tomlin calling a timeout and then going for it. Right. I think that know, was, I mean, time management stuff I yeah. didn't think was good last night. It's a bad decision. Right. Uh, either you're going for it or you're not going mm-hmm. for it, but save the timeout. But, again, the, like the coaching staff didn't tell the players, hey, don't cover Juju on this third down. No, I was thinking the same thing, right. I mean, now— Players got to play. <laughs> one of the things, and folks, I'm not dodging that conversation, but from where we sit as analysts— it's hard to tell what the players are being coached to do. I, I, we don't know that. It's not necessarily tough. I see practices. Yeah, 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 right. You see, I mean, we see training camp practices. Sure. We see them going over a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I say, oh, we might see somebody other than a quarterback throw a pass this week, I'm not just— You didn't totally pull it out of your butt. No, I'm not just, <laughs> right, you know, right. hey, maybe we'll see something. <laughs> and, and honestly, I thought it might be with the with the Patriots, but I thought either team could do it this week mm-hmm. because it was going to be that oh, kind of football game. That was one of your keys. Game. I forgot. Okay, yeah. It, it was going to be a game where yards were going to be tough to come by. Mm-hmm. So you, maybe you do try something a little different. Steelers ran, what, two reverses and ends around. Yeah. It's just trying to manufacture stuff. You're trying to get something going somewhere. Kind and of if like they're the going to bite did. on the run like that, then okay, we're going to have somebody yeah. other than the quarterback throw a pass. I mean, that's what the Browns did open the game with DTR in there. Like, yeah. this guy needs all the help he can get. We're going to try to get cheap yards however we possibly can. So that is good to hear from the, the Patriot locker room, you know, and I'm sure the Steelers are feeling the same way. We like, heard it after Matt Canada got fired. Yeah. And like, oh, by we, the way, we things... all feel like we let him down. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. I mean, these guys spend a lot of time together. And, oh, Players by the way. see how much time that coach has put into this. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going home early and dogging it. And, nah, you guys will be fine. Just roll it out there. When you that mean, guy's in the happens. building, when you get there, and then he is his car's still there when you leave, mm-hmm. as a player, you're like, oh, coach, coach is here a long time. He hasn't seen his kid in three days. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you blow a coverage and he gets fired. You know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of the beast. It's brutal. Um, where are we going with this? So, I thought clock management been was poor and – in terms of the flow of the game, I talked about the third quarter, and I do think it's concerning that I, I hate I hate this term. Coach didn't Coach X didn't have his team ready for this game. It, they weren't sitting around eating pizza and bonbons. Now I'm concerned that some of these teams seem to come into these Steeler games with better initial game plans. They're having more initial success than the Steelers. At least that's what the results tell us. That's something to examine, but not by me, you, or anyone listening. We don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like their nose tackle shades are, you know, two steps to the left, so we're going to run zone or, or you know, it, you know, yeah. is it this Well, the Steelers, you know, Mike Tomlin's been there forever. We know exactly what to expect out of the Steelers. They're going to come out and they're going to try to do this. Mm-hmm. And because they did this in 2011, sure, and they haven't changed it at all. We don't know if they if that's the case or not. We don't. I mean, I think there's a case to be made that Belichick has had success against Tomlin and probably knows things about him that 90% of the coaches out there don't in terms of tendencies or whatnot. But that's why he has 300 wins. <laughs> yeah. you know. It's also a matter of, of saying, oh, well, Michael Walker's out there on passing downs. Let's go after like. We can get the sometimes ball. it's that simple. We can get the ball to Hunter Henry whenever we want to, or Trey McBride. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. That guy's not very good. I've been watching tape all week on him. Let's throw it at him. Let's throw it at him, and we can do what we can to mask it. But eventually, player X needs to cover somebody or get replaced. And yeah, that's part of the problem. There's no doubt. So I, I just you know, I understand that the head coach, the coaching staff, the the buck stops there. Mm-hmm. Um. But the players got to play. Players they got to make plays. When when you, when you have an opportunity to either deflect the football or knock it away from Juju Smith Schuster, you knock it away from him. Mm-hmm. You take the football away. If that's, um, you know, I talked to Landon Roberts after the game. The play where he tipped the ball in the air that Michael Walker intercepted, that was something he saw out there. He said, "I, I, I they had run that once before. Okay, it was uh, Zappy threw like a no look pass. He was." He, you know, he never even looked to see if Juju was open. He just turned and threw it. So the next time I saw that formation and they tried to do that. I'm jumping to, it. Yeah. He jumped it. Yeah, he yeah. Said, I'm, and, and he said, I tried to tip the ball in the air. He said, I knew I wasn't going to pick it off, but I could tip but it I in the air. And, yeah, somebody else could, could get it. That's a good football player. I mean, that's, that's that's why you want heady, smart linebackers that adjust on the fly or, you know, learn tendencies yeah. quickly. I mean, that's why you last in the league. Um, you know, but it's a player making a play. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could try to coach him up to do that, but 
Oh, yeah. You, know. you, you can push them in the right direction. I mean, they have these tendencies. On third and eight, they like to do this, blah, 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 blah. But if you didn't do it, good luck. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could, you know, you you can be in position to make the play, mm-hmm. but you have to take the reservation. You can't just take the reservation. You have to sure. fulfill the reservation. <laughs> yeah. And I would think this long week will be good for the coaching staff, too. I mean, you have new people on offense in charge of things. Go home. Relax for a day and that, that treat it like a mini buy and do some self scouting. Are we having too many tendencies? Is there a way to? Is it taking us too long to get the plays in into the that game? kind of thing? Yeah. Right, right, right. Why are we haven't proceeded? How do we issues? streamline this? How do we streamline this? Is there a portion of the playbook we just need to throw away and start over? Or, or hey, are we not as worried about turning the ball over? Mitch is our guy. Tell him to get out there and sling it. And, yeah, and, and, and see how where the do chips we need fall. to get the ball to George Pickens more down the field? Do we need the to, answer? Is yeah. Yes, but how? Do we need yeah. to have, to your point, more hot routes? Yes, and blitz pickups and yeah. things like that. I mean, people are beating us with the same stuff. Tight ends are having success. Why? How? Well, if it's just a, a, a factor of we don't have good enough players, well, that's going to be a problem. But what can we do to at least stick our thumbs in the dam and not have it flood you, you know? Yeah. It's that, All that stuff needs to be addressed. Yeah, it does. And, and, and now uh, you have more difficult opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I what I hear a lot of now though is well the Steelers should just lose out they should just lose the rest of their games to get a better draft pick, that's a loser mentality. People told the Patriots to do that, right? They, you know that's not in Belichick's DNA. That's not in Tomlin's DNA. No, they're not they're, going to do. They're that. not going to do that. It's, you, they're not going to the Hall of Fame with that mentality. You, and and you don't want the team. I bet New England wins two more games and their fans will be mad. Yeah, because they'll end up with a seventh pick. But it, it, you don't want your team to develop that mentality. No. It's never okay. It's to lose. never okay to lose. It's never okay. So and you, if you start treating, you know, games like, oh, we don't want to win this game. We're mm-hmm. just just put this guy out there and see what he can do. Mm-hmm. No, because that trickles down to your lot. You want to talk about? You, there's reasons why guys like George Pickens or or Deontay Johnson or Najee Harris or you know some of these guys are frustrated with this stuff. Oh yeah, because they want to win. They want to win. That's what everyone's there to do. Like, I keep going back to Belichick because. It's a weird situation in Patriot history. But if deep down, if Kraft had told him, we have to lose this game, he could have let it slip in the end and made it look fine. That's why Brian you know Flores I mean? wanted right. out of Miami. Right. Like, like, oh, you want me to lose? Are never, you kidding me? Never, ever, 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 ever. It's not okay. And it, that there's goes, no way Belichick would do something like that. That flies yeah, against right. everything in the football mentality. Of, 300 wins yeah. of existence. Everything I built just to... I'm not getting in the ring with Ali and letting him beat the crap out of it. And, and you know, right? The bottom line is the difference between picking, I don't know, the Steelers are sitting with seven wins right now. The difference between picking yeah. 13th and, and 22nd. And 22nd, there's not a great deal of difference there. No, no there isn't. Now, in 90% of drafts. And even, I keep going back to Patriots, because they were picking second before last yeah. night. Okay, maybe that's Drake May. Well, that may end up being... Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, but you know all these dudes know. that aren't that great. You know, everybody like, always wants the unknown. Well, just give me that guy because uh, he's, he's, he's so not our much guy. better. Right? It's it's the same. You know, people chanting for Mason Rudolph last night during that game. It makes no sense to me either. These are the same fans. No offense, people, but you're the same fans out there who are chanting for Mason Rudolph who couldn't wait to get who were chanting for Duck Hodges. In yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just chanting. You just want somebody different. Yeah, you were chanting for Canada to get let go. You're just cha- you're just chanting for change. Yeah. And that's the not change, really an answer. The change would be changing what you're doing on the field and winning the you know, winning these games yeah. more convincingly. I get it. We all want to see that. Chant don't throw interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> or block better on first down or you know, whatever. Just chanting for change to me, I don't understand. It was very frustrating. If, if Rudolph was a rookie first round pick sitting there, I kind of get it. Yeah. You know, he's an unknown. We've spent a lot on him. It's not like you've never seen Mason Rudolph play football before. And, and I'm, you know, I like Mason Rudolph as much as anybody. Me too. But you know, at that point, you know, early you didn't in prep him to be the one. Yeah, you know, early in a football game on a short week. Right. You know, the guy who's been taking the third string snaps all week or all he's season long. He's running scout team all week. You know, he got, year. you know, 25 reps this week with the first team offense. 
in two days. In two days, mm-hmm. like in in one of those days is a walkthrough. Like, yeah. no, go win the game for us. Yeah, I mean that's not even fair to him. He hasn't even played since the preseason. At least <laughs> at least Mitch had played. Yeah, you know some this season. Now it took him some time to warm up to it. Yeah, he was far from perfect. That's yeah. not the point. But just chanting for change doesn't make sense for me. I I, I really <sighs> look. I get it. Fans are fans. But also know the situation. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, Alex Highsmith's laying on his back. The doctors are out there, yeah, working on him. He's on he's obviously neck. he's injured. Yeah. He's on his back. He's not moving, and fans start chanting for Mason Rudolph. Yeah, like that's not the time to do that. And that's folks. not the time to do it. It's his mom and dad are in the building. Yeah, but, and you're chanting like you should you shouldn't you be a little bit concerned. For one of your best players your laying best on the players, field? a foundational guy. A guy who gives his everything out there? And like, even nobody's if he's a 50. ever questions Alex Highsmith's. No. And he was missed. I mean, <laughs> no it, doubt. I mean, really nice to play with him for the whole se- or for the whole game. He's had a tremendous year. Even if it's a 53rd guy out there. I mean, who cares? It doesn't I mean, matter. Right. There's a guy down. Like, right. ha- show a little common sense in that situation. Yeah. Uh, just chanting for change makes me crazy. You know, I mean, just, I get it. We're all, sure. Everybody's unhappy with what's happening. The players are unhappy with what's happening right. on the field. The coaches are unhappy with who could be happy? Nobody is. Yes, <laughs> right. Nobody's, sure nobody's happy, happy to I'm see sure, this except yeah. for the people who want them to lose to get a better draft pick. Well, now if they lose out, they're still not going to pick in the top ten, folks. No. So be careful what you wish for. You know, I mean, that's that's not really the answer. So the idea is to turn this thing around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they can find a way. Got to find some answers. If, if they could, they're, they're not out of this thing. No, they're not. The fact that that was an AFC loss hurt dramatically. Hurts. But if you win, if you win three of your final four games, you'll be in. You'll probably be in. I mean, that looks like a steep task with the way they've played the last two days. I mean, the last two weeks, it, it absolutely does. But it doesn't mean it's impossible. But I saw, again, from from the, the middle of the, first, the second quarter on, if they play like that, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll you'll probably beat. You'll probably win you know, these next two games. Uh, if you play at you'll that level for 60 minutes. You'll have a good chance to anyways. Yeah, yeah. If you play like that for 60 minutes, you just have to do it for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. You can't dig yourself a hole. But the offensive passing game is still an anchor. I mean, it's just not making enough plays. And I don't know that it will all year. I don't know how you address that in the offseason, but it needs to be. we got these two good receivers and a really good tight end. They need to end up with better numbers every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, uh, I'm, I'm uh, with you yeah, on that. It's just too much of a trend. And again, I, you know, I, I tend to believe that if Pickett had played that game last night, they win it. If it goes similar to how it went, and you're yeah. down, if you're down three points and you get the ball back with five minutes left, he's shown a propensity. He's to do shown that. the ability to do that, and then you get another chance with two minutes left, mm-hmm. and all you need is a field goal to tie it. That's all he needs. Anywhere in Bosland. Yeah. Know, right. In Boswell's, I mean, he had a 56 yarder last night. Like, I bet, I'm not sure Pickett makes that really nice touchdown throw to Deontay, but I bet he puts the ball in harm's way three times less. Yeah. You know, you don't throw not the, the Pickett's great. You I probably mean, don't throw the interception. He gets returned to the 11. Mm-hmm. And I do, I will 100%, you know, agree that four minute time or game on the line, I'll take him over Trubisky. He's, I mean, just, he's shown time and time again that he can do it. And Mitch has shown the opposite throughout his career. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, when the chips are down, he has not come through where Pickett has. Yeah. You know? so, so, I mean, you're trusting that it factor in those situations. And again, that's how they're built to win. That's how they're that's built That's how to they're win. built to play. Yeah. So, it's you know, rough. We'll see when he's able to come back. Um, again, I, I'm not writing this season off by any stretch. I've seen I've seen plenty of bad losses in the 32. I can remember a Super Bowl team, a, a Steelers Super Bowl team, going to Philadelphia and getting beat 15 to six, and Ben Roethlisberger got sacked nine times. Mm. Like that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> awful. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't function on offense couldn't that day. Thing, huh? Couldn't function with the, with the Hall of Fame quarterback because mm-hmm. they couldn't block anybody. Wow. Yeah, that wasn't this. I mean, no. it wasn't like just guys getting beat. whipped, yeah. you know, one-on-one matchup over and over and over. I mean, that, that to me was not Except the, for maybe Darnell Washington. Oh, he had a rough day. He had a rough day. Now, I will say there's probably not a better defense in the league at securing the edges. Than, yeah. I mean, that just goes back to McGinnis and you know, Vrabel and those guys. But, yeah, he looked like a rookie out there. Yeah. He did. The tight ends in general didn't do great blocking, and they didn't get any movement in the run game, period, in the blocking. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a Belichick defense mm-hmm. staple. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why he had guys like Landon Roberts on that defense. Absolutely, downhill thumpers that that that's Playing what their defense is. Playing behind Vince Wilforks. Yeah, You're right. But then you got to beat him over the top. 
Right, I mean, you, you have then, to be able to do get, that. Then Pickens is probably one on one somewhere. Give him throw the ball. For we him. talked about it last week or before the game. Like I, you know, I think Trubisky's got to throw the ball down the field because they're mm-hmm. going to stop the running game. They're, they're going to slow it down. I thought they'd have more success on the ground, but they also got away from it a little bit when they were down. But you have to attack one. If they're going to be that good against the run, I promise you, there's at least one good one-on-one matchup somewhere. on every pass play. Somewhere. I mean, whether it's Fryermuth on a linebacker, Pickens one-on-one, Deontay on an out route against a good corner or whatever, find it and attack it. Yeah, you have to be able to do that. Yeah, and that part's lacking. Yeah. I mean, really all year. We're going to get to another break. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Hey, Steeler fans, you can hear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, with, with four games remaining now on the schedule, uh, we've seen 13 games of this, mm-hmm. this Steelers team. They're 7-6. and six. You got kind of the mini-buy here. We've, we've talked yeah, a little bit about this. What, what would your priorities be focused on mm. – fixing here for this for this stretch run here would be suggestions i mean again i say what you want about matt canada but when he left the use of jalen warren went down it's three games in a row now and that's not a knock on Najee. i mean right before canada was let go i wrote an article saying warren's better than all of you think maybe he should even be the foundation of the offense as not an every down guy but Let's up what he's doing as a runner and receiver. I'm still in that camp. And again, that's not a knock on Najee, but I don't want his usage going down. It seems to be going down. Now, I don't know. I know. I do know that Mason Cole is very good above the neck, and that's extremely, extremely important at the center position. And I don't know if Herbig's any better at long or, you know, shotgun snaps or not, but he played really well at guard. He's a tough physical dude. I would consider putting Herbig as my starting center because I think Cole's going to need replaced in the offseason. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and I don't know if Herbig's better, but I like what I've seen from him as a guard. Yeah. One weird thing, and this was pro football focus, and it also kind of shows why I don't trust pro football focus, (laughs) but Deontay's snaps went down last night at the expense of Austin. Uh, in running situations. So, again, I'm totally just regurgitating this from Pro Football Focus that I read this morning. For Since Johnson's been back from injury, he's been on the field about two-thirds of their running plays. That's about normal. Nothing yeah. weird. Last night he was on the field for 25% of their running plays, and Austin was out there, which makes no sense at all. Pro Football Focus logic is... Austin's one of our best-graded run blockers amongst wide receivers, and it made me go— That's ridiculous. Come on, man. Like, I, you, can tell, <laughs> you can tell me Deontay's not a good run blocker, yeah. but don't tell me the guy that's as big as my right leg is one of the best-graded— <laughs> If it was Boykin, I'd be like, I get yeah. it. If or it's Robinson, Alan Robinson, yeah. I get it. But if if it's a trend that—and that was a one-game thing, if Deontay's only going to be on the field for passing plays, that's not going to cut it. Yeah. So those are a couple things on offense that— just come to mind that I would consider in a short week. I, I and I bet the Deontay some, thing's a one-off. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I do see some, at this point, some tendencies mm-hmm. that, you know, okay, here come Boykin and, and Robinson, and yeah. they're coming out on the they're field. Gonna run. Now, they have thrown some out of that package. Yeah. But the problem with bringing those guys out there and no Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. you really don't have the option. You're big and slow, and you're yeah. going to run. Yeah. Yeah, I think even that's... when you do drop back to pass, what are you gaining out of it? Exactly. Boykin's not going to run by anybody. Or, yeah. I mean, if, and then everyone's going to roll their coverage to Pickens, you know, if Deontay's not out there. So, yeah, it, I think Boykin's a valuable stealer, and it's only seven or eight snaps a game, but he only comes out the block. Right. And I, I still have mixed feelings about Robinson, too. He plays so many snaps, 
and he catches one ball a game. And this time it was sort of downfield, but he's more of a – I think he's too easy to play against too, which maybe that means more Austin, maybe that means more 12. One thing they flirted with last night, though, they had eight snaps of Harris and Warren on the field yeah. together, and they've never had more than two. Yeah, I don't mind seeing that. That might be yeah. going back to my Warren thing and – Who's your fifth guy? I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'm, explore that some yeah, more. If, if you can put that package out there, if it's yeah, if it's Stena Boykin, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, if it's it's if Warren and Harris are out there with Pickens, Deontay, and Deontay and Fryermuth. Yeah, yeah. All right, now now you got some. That's weapons your five out. best weapons, right? That's I mean, that's, that's your, who you want to have on the field. That's a good one to explore. I'm glad we kind of talked through that because. Maybe make that twelve snaps a game, not two. You yeah, know, last night it was seven. Do some or eight. different things off of it. You know, Warren now, can line up in the slot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Harris can. They yeah. still they can have still go not, empty. Like every time Najee Harris catches the football, it's in the flat where he's got his back to the no, no. to the defense, or it's something over the middle where he's got his back to the defense. I've seen him catch the football. I know. He can do he's he he can do some levy on Bell. He's not levy on Bell catching the ball, but he can do some of those things. I know they just haven't used it. His rookie year was the one the COVID year, right? When it was yeah. at Heinz Field, it wasn't at Latrobe, and I didn't see as much of that. But still, I studied him like no end. And all you guys would report like you should see Najee catch his fade ball in the end zone with one. Yeah. Hand. I mean that's he had all that coming Think- out. Maybe we were just wrong and it doesn't translate the league. Think about the the touchdown that he had in Baltimore last year, the game the game winning touchdown. Yep, right. He's running down the sidelines. Pickens throws the ball up and he goes up and gets it. Yeah, he has an he extreme. He has unbelievably long arms. He's got extreme catching and good radius hands. and good hands. Pretty good route runner for a heavier guy. I mean, as receivers and he's go, he's gonna be on a linebacker. He's gonna be on a linebacker. Like they've never explored that. I know he caught a million balls in Ben's last year, but they were from me to you. You know, yeah. I mean, they they weren't routes. I'd love to see that. And I'd like to see just more usage of the the running backs in the passing game. Period. More screens. Yeah. More wheel routes. More down. The, how many times do we see wheel routes in camp? You know. Yeah. It was McFarland or Warren usually because they're faster, but that's a hard thing to defend. Or even just that little you know inside over the middle stuff. People mm-hmm. don't go. Oh, they don't use middle of the field. Well, run the run the, the the running back down the middle of the field a little bit mm-hmm. and, and see if you know you can split the linebackers or something yeah. like that. Just attack differently. If they're gonna, if everybody's, you get your two receivers on the outside, and they're getting, you know, some somebody's getting double covered. Well, there should be a void there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a huge complaint I had post Claypool trade last year was that means a lot of gentry and a lot of gunner. And I think the defense says thank you when those guys yeah. come out. And I'm, th- I think Robinson's starting to fall into that mold. Boykin is because he only blocks. I don't think any of the tight ends fit that mold though. You know, yeah. like I, I think they all have their role. And the more we talk through it, I think more pony might be great because then you get your five most explosive, scariest dudes out there. Yeah, for a team that's struggling to score on offense. Don't put slow guys out there. Don't put slow guys out there. (laughs) Put your best five guys out there and go. Now, you're not going to do it 100% of the time. No. You're probably not going to do it 50% of the time. But it should be 25% of the time to stress the defense. And even if the foursome of Muth, Johnson, Pickens, pick your favorite running back, is out there 80% of the time, and their fifth guy is maybe not Robinson, but Washington, Hayward, whoever, that's always a revolving door. You need your best athletes out there. Yeah. You know I mean, to help the most you can. And you mentioned it too. You could even go empty, especially with Trubisky. I mean, if he's in the shotgun, that doesn't mean he's not running. Right. You know, if he's they're going to clear the middle runner, of the field yeah. out and he sees an opening, he can get you 15 yards quickly. Mm-hmm. So defensively, assuming he has the mind for it, which it sounds like he always has in his career. I think you go to Roberts and Martinez and say, "You're our linebacker. You're the guys. You're our linebacker. Yeah, we're not going to as long mess. as you can hold up. Yeah, you're our guys because nobody else can do it. I mean, Mark Robinson might not be an NFL player, folks. Yeah. I mean, he may be the last of him. I think we've seen enough of Walker experiment that at least, hey, you two know what to do. Maybe you're a step slow, but you're our linebackers. Yeah, and if you get Keanu Neal back, then maybe you can. Experiment. Oh, he, could, he could be your dime. He could be your dime That'd guy. Yeah, I think that's logical. Um, I don't blame them for this, but. Awful luck with the day that Golden's inactive. <laughs> you know, like. Well, I mean, they had to have so many of the inside exactly. backers active. That's a And bad because you, then you also didn't have um, uh, James Pierre active. Mm-hmm. Now you lost one of your core special teams guys, and Golden doesn't play any special yeah, teams. Play special teams, yeah. I didn't put the logic together with Pierre, too. But yeah, you need one more special teamer, and you didn't know Highsmith was going to be out for the game. <laughs> you know, but they. 
going forward, their four outside linebackers are all going to dress. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that – and that helps if you figure out the inside linebacker thing. Hey, Mark Robinson, you're not active. Or Walker, you're not active or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Robinson's a core special team guy as well. Be, yeah. He's going to be out there. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough. You, when you have a liability like that, teams are going to pick on it. Mm-hmm. They just are. They just are. Um, I do like the D linemen, though. Like, I, I keep looking at Watts and Adams and think those guys are quality players. I thought Ogan Joby's got a little overextended in snap counts again. I'd like to keep him down a smidge. But I think Peterson and Porter are playing well. I think, yeah. I mean, P- I think Peterson, gives Peterson after the, any credit after the, you know a slow start. I think he's been excellent. He's been excellent. I mean, it's been six, seven, eight weeks now that he's been a a, a plus for you, not a negative. Yeah. And Porter's been great. So I don't know that to do wholesale changes on defense. I mean, if you could do, you're you our two <laughs> linebackers and Neil, you might be our dime. It's a lot better than it's been. Yeah. 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 I think it covers up then some of your issues. Mm hmm. At um, least it's just you know where to be and you take proper leverage on tackles and maybe you're not making huge splash plays. But and, it, and, and you know the other thing is you know you can't continue to do what you've been doing. You can't ask a guy like Michael Walker to play like Cole Holcomb. Right, right. They're not they're not the same they're player. Not the same, not the same. No, they're, they're all going to have to have their niches. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're trying to do that. They're trying to figure out what these guys can and can't do, but they're doing it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, now super short week. I think now you've kind of figured this out, and that ain't it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not going to work. You just go with your best guys. You got four games left. Um, you mentioned this off the air, and I don't mean to speak for you, but they had five inside linebackers dress because we kind of have to find out on the fly which ones is feasible, and it seemed like they did. But it was late. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of damage done by the time that happened. And, you know, people might wonder, well, you know, why then wasn't Miles Jack active? He might still be – he's still getting himself in the football shape. Can he play 60 snaps? Can he play 20 snaps? I mean, yeah. that's one more guy you got to coach up to. Like, how much are you going to ask – he's Iger? not going to play special teams. True, true. I mean, how much are you going to ask your inside linebacker coach? I mean, yeah. He only has so many hours a day to coach these guys up for a game in two days. Yeah, you, that, that becomes then the problem is you're not going to ask – Blake Martinez isn't going to run down and cover kicks, presumably, mm-hmm. at this point. Atlanta Roberts is – you know, he's done it in the past, but you're not going to ask him to do it because mm-hmm. you don't want to get him hurt. I hadn't thought of the Pierre angle. Though, and you can't do it with Miles Jack. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. And you need those backups to do it. Yeah. I'm not even sure if Robinson's good at it, but he's doing it. He's doing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, Pierre's important that way. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. That's going to do it for hour number one. We will be back with hour number two. Time for the fantasy football focus. We've got to build our DFS lineup mm, okay. for uh, Sunday's games. We'll do that right after this.